the recruiting season is coming up and you better get ready. Um, sign up for the Facebook group. I'll be announcing uh, a couple of ways how I can help you be up to date. Um, the Facebook group has the same name as this podcast. It's Get a Job at McKinsey BCG Bain. So join the Facebook group right now and tell your friends as well because we're going to do some massive preparation action. Today I'll teach you where you should start your inquiry if you are struggling with a topic. <clears throat> and because there's always an underlying logic under anything that you have a hard time achieving, you are not getting what you want for a purpose. Yeah? Anything you are not getting what you want especially in terms of your own behavior. You're doing this for a purpose. There's a logic why you're doing it. I'll explain it on an example of myself. I have, um, I have a hard time following instructions. And it's not that I have a hard time following instructions on like a micro level, on like somebody or my engagement manager would, tell me to change a slide. I, I can do that. But I have a hard time following instructions on a macro level, which is how do you, um, what's, a, what's a smart strategy, how to build your career? Um, for example, at McKinsey, it was fairly obvious that in, in order to make it partner, you, um, you should look sort of you need to find your senior partner that you work for and then you do everything for that person and you just latch on to their initiatives and work your ass off in these initiatives and then that is fine. I've completely failed at this. Um, now the funny part is why did I fail at this? Because I had some internal belief that said... Um, it is my things are only good enough if they are built on sort of my spark of genius. Yeah, that, that's sort of that's a that's a belief I had. Of course, I didn't know that I have that belief. It it didn't even feel like I am thinking this, but it was more like it was my fabric of reality. It, it came at me on an emotional level. It is very much it, our self-worth is tied to it. So my self-worth was tied to are the things that I do built on my own spark of genius. It's these weird rules we have. Somewhere in childhood days, it was essentially had to do a lot. It was my family, and we had this towering grandfather, this who was who was a very successful man, and he would always sort of if we come up with something, it it would never be good enough, and he would say, "No, you have to you have to think in much bigger terms, or or you have to show this initiative." It, it has to be sort of, it has to be, become, he, he always loved to portray himself 
um, as sort of having these sparks of genius. Um, and to be honest, he's done a few amazing things. But it, I totally uh, got it the wrong way. And I built the belief at the time as a child that I'm only good enough if I build things on a spark of genius. And this, and then whenever I, I would not do things that way, if I would just sort of latch on to um, the initiative uh, of knowledge development by a senior partner and, and work my ass off in it and deliver good work there, then there would be, it, it would come from an emotional angle. It would, I wouldn't think to myself, uh, everything I do has to be done on a, based on a spark of genius of mine. But it was just this general, I don't know, it, it just, it just, I tricked myself into this. I was like, nah, nah, let's, let, let's not do this. I have to do something even better. And then when I do this, and then, then I will have this, this spark of genius thing there. And then, then I will come out and then everybody will be amazed. And, and this is sort of what was going on this, in my mind. And that kept me, and that made me fail. Because... <clears throat> Of course, my initiatives then, the things that I did were too small and, and doomed for failure because things work because you have the full machinery of McKinsey behind it and senior partners and, and, and they know what are the topics the CEOs are interested in. You, you just, from my perspective back then, being a principal, I didn't have the perspective on this. And, but I couldn't sort of my self-worth was tied to this stupid belief. And I couldn't, um, I couldn't make myself just do that work because I had this belief. Hmm? So the, belief, the problem was not that I'm too dumb or the problem was not I cannot follow guidance or rules or coaching. The problem was I had an internal belief that was so much stronger that it co constantly tricked me um, into doing something else. And that is what a limiting belief is. And we have many beliefs and many of them are very helpful. But we have to be wary that sometimes there are these things that keep us from having the success we want even though they, they might not even sound that stupid yeah sort of trying to sort of be really innovative or, or do something different might be the right thing but it can also turn into um totally ruining our success so when when you and how is this now important to the case interview it is important to the case interview because your behavior in that split second when you get coaching or pushback or criticism or, uh, or, or just a different opinion from the interviewer, in that split second, your reaction will be determined by your beliefs 
and and by these these the workings of the, of your inner logic. So you got to start and look at these things and say, what do I believe around getting input and feedback and coaching? Yeah. Does it, what, what, does it, what does it mean for me? Does it mean for me, oh, great, I got another piece of the puzzle, hooray. Then that's very helpful. Or does it mean, oh, I have been exposed, I've been discovered of not knowing everything. And then that makes the huge difference in the performance. Because all the people I interview when they were successful, a hundred percent of them comes back and says it was a very friendly interview and when I went in the wrong direction then I then I, I actually got coaching feedback input corrections and I I just I picked it up and I said ah, okay that's a very good point let's go this way ah I didn't see that um, cool let's let's go ahead and it is in that split second you can't you have you got no chance of thinking about your reaction in the moment it's a split second what you're doing with it so this is what you really gotta practice beforehand and watch out beforehand when you're practicing cases to be like what is my reaction what do i feel about these things what are the beliefs i have about this what where is where, what are the moments when I all of a sudden feel pressured, internal pressure, emotional pressure? What is the, um, what is the thing that where, where I get off track? If you, if you feel like you're bad at structuring, don't start thinking about I'm bad at how can I structure better. Just feel into it and see in that moment when I'm supposed to structure, what is the belief that keeps me from just throwing out a structure. Typically, one of the beliefs is I, um, I always want to look smart. <laughs> yeah. Then, but then this belief says, wait, it's not, it's not guaranteed that you're going to look smart if you just throw out something. So eh, don't say anything. And then boom, your performance dies. So you really got to dig deep on these things and unearth them. Um, it is, and this is really these beliefs and, and changing them is really the, what we do in the, uh, in the coaching group where, and that produces all of a sudden produces McKinsey achievement award winners that produces people being invited that have been refused two times before that produces positive responses that produces partners sending back emails saying thank you for your impressive resume it's the same person as before but we worked on eliminating a couple of limiting beliefs telling your story in a different way learning this so this is really the breakthrough to the next level